The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. Listening to the Informed Traveler Radio Show, and we start our show this week talking about tipping etiquette at hotels and resorts. And to help us out is Molly Fergus. She's the general manager of Savvy Traveler. Their website is SavvyTraveler.com, and that's also where you'll find their blog, Tipping Etiquette for Hotels and Resorts. Hi, Molly. Hi, Randy. Thanks for having me today. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, well, thanks for doing this. Looking on your website, TripSavvy.com, there's all kinds of advice on there, but the one that caught my eye was uh, Tipping Etiquette for Hotels and Resorts. Uh, and I think there's... A kind of a confusion, or at least uh, I maybe that's just a misconception on my part, but I think there's kind of a confusion when you go to an all-inclusive especially, do you still tip? Is the tip included? And you kind of answer that question a little bit, but maybe we can expand on that and start there. Absolutely. So it is so confusing. I know I feel this everywhere I go, and it seems like the rules sort of change every year too. You know, recently we've seen now hotels that are no-tipping hotels or restaurants that don't accept tips and don't want you to. So, you know, I always say to step back and the first thing to consider is a couple of things. One, what country are you in? That's certainly going to play into whether you should tip or not. So then in this case, if we're assuming we're in North America, then you want to just first off just ask the hotel. So what is, do you have a policy on tipping? And, you know, the sales team or even someone at the front desk can probably answer that for you when you first get there. Mm-hmm. Well, and <laughs> the policy may be that way, but I'm sure every server would still like to get tipped regardless, <laughs> right? <laughs> sure, sure. Few people are going to turn down extra money unless they're required to. But so then it is, you want to think about what you're hoping to get from your stay. So, you know, I think one thing to consider in all-inclusives, all-inclusives especially, is if you're going to be at a resort for a long time, it probably is really to your benefit to tip a server or tip a bartender right when you get there. It sets the rapport, it sets the standard, and you might get a little bit of extra service and mm-hmm. extra attention. Well, do, do the people that tip at a no-tipping policy resort, though, ruin it for everybody else that, that are following the policy, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, that guy's I mean, tipping, now he's going to get the but... special service, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's certainly a risk, but I don't think I don't think it's going to be a huge one at too many. And it kind of is a North American culture, isn't it? The tipping It absolutely, absolutely. You know, whenever I go to Europe or, or other countries, it's it's hard to convince Americans not to tip, and North Americans, I would say, because we're so accustomed to it that the idea of not tipping someone especially at a restaurant or in a hotel, seems just so wrong to us. But in some places, it's just not part of the culture at all and is even considered rude. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I guess, like you said, it depends on where you're going. And if you know that you're going to be tipping uh, this, because I've been caught with this not having small change and all you have is a $20 bill and you don't want to tip $20, so you don't want to feel cheap, so you're really uh, in a bind sometimes. So it is a good idea to have uh, some small uh, change so you can tip a dollar here, a dollar there, a couple dollars, right? Absolutely. And that's something that's super hard if you're crossing borders because you might be exchanging money and those tend to be bigger bills, especially fresh out of an ATM. They love to give you you know, 50s, and in Europe you'll get 100 euro bills sometimes, and it makes it really difficult. So 
what I actually do, if you're someone who travels pretty frequently, is I don't always exchange all of the currency when I get back from somewhere. So I'll, I'll hold on to some spare change or some those smaller bills instead of cashing them in, and then you have them at the ready for tipping as soon as you land. Yeah, that's a good idea. I never thought of that. Uh, and of course, <laughs> you don't want to ask for change mm-hmm. if you do have a big bill. So it's like, okay, if you're stuck, here's your $20 tip. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you can't be the person at the coffee shop reaching in and, and making change for yourself, right? So yeah. what you can do, though, is you can, you know, if you're in a place and you're not leaving, it's not the last time you're seeing that person, just go make a small purchase, get a cup of coffee, maybe grab a drink, and then you can go back and tip that person later, mm-hmm. and they'll still appreciate it then. And then you even have here on bed and breakfast, because a lot of people are using that. There's Airbnbs now, not that you have anyone to tip there. But uh, in general, and I've had this discussion with other people, business owners don't get tips, right? Correct, correct. So business owners shouldn't get tips because they're getting your business, right? That makes sense. Um But so with Airbnbs, this becomes a bigger question, of course. And so then you might just want to message the owner in those cases and say, hey, do you have a housekeeping staff? Should I tip them? I really appreciate the service, especially if they're cleaning up for you throughout your stay at an Airbnb, which isn't always the case. And that brings us to housekeeping staff at uh, resorts and hotels. Uh, You kind of want to tip them every day because you never, sometimes you may get different people, right? Yes, exactly. And so I think that's something that I, it took me a while into my adult life to learn that I was supposed to be doing that. I don't think I even thought about it. And that's sort of the magic of hotels, right? You you come to this clean room or there's turn down service and it feels sort of magical, but someone's doing that every day. And so you want to make sure that they're appreciated for that, mm-hmm. especially if you're staying for a while. Well, exactly, right? And it is that sort of magical thing. It's like, hey, I come back to my room yeah. and everything's <laughs> right it's back clean. to where it's this supposed is incredible. to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's lots of tips and advice. The article is tipping etiquette for hotels and resorts. You even give a list of uh, who to tip and how much. So it's a pretty, pretty uh, detailed uh, article. It's on the TripSavvy website, tripsavvy.com. And Molly Fergus is the uh, general manager for TripSavvy. Uh, Thanks for chatting, Molly. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.